Hey, amigos, it's me, Tommy, and I'm sorry that we've missed you the last couple weeks, but as a lot of you already know, Megan did have her baby, and you guys, I got to meet her this week, and she's just a perfect, precious little peanut. <laughs> I'm sure Megan will be sharing pictures or something when she gets back, but obviously we will leave that up to her. She's not with me today, but I do have another friend that's stepping in for her. So you guys meet Zach. Hi, Zach. Hi, guys. Nice to meet you. Um, thanks for having me today, Tommy. I'm pretty excited to get to talk about what we're about ready to talk about. So I'll uh, let's get in. Let's go ahead and get into it. All right, let's do it. So this is kind of a different pick for us this week. We went with the movie New Mutants. Still kind of covers a horror genre, but it will also dive into like a comic episode. And Zach actually goes to Comic-Con with us a lot. How many years have we been doing that? Quite a bit. I think I've now been five years now. Five years? Yep. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, every year is fun, or funner and funner. <laughs> oh, yeah. This uh, this or this or year, I get to meet a couple hobbits from the Lord of the Rings. I know that's kind of irrelevant, but kind of still a cool fact. <laughs> as soon as I saw that they were announced that they were going to be there, I was like, oh, Zach <laughs> is going to be all over this. Oh, tickets already bought and everything. <laughs> Okay, so as I said, we're doing the New Mutants. The New Mutants is a 2020 American superhero horror film based on the Marvel Comics team of the same name. It's a spinoff of the X-Men series and the 13th and final installment overall. We all know how I love to connect our movies to X-Men as much as possible. And now we have like a direct connection. Like anytime anybody in any of the other movies are in something, I'm like, oh, Anna Paquin, she was in X-Men. Like, oh, so was they were in X-Men. Like, I do it all the time. Uh, this movie was directed by Josh Boone. It was also written by Josh Boone with the help of Nat Lee. And it's obviously based on The New Mutants by Chris Claremont and Bob McLeod. Uh, Zach, do you want to give us a summary? Yes, I sure do. Uh, this movie is set on five young mutants just discovering their abilities while held in a secret facility against their will. Fight to escape their past sins and save themselves. You know, and I might have to say out of all the X-Men movies that I'm very big fans of, this is definitely one of the darkest ones that I've seen out of the whole bunch. Yeah, definitely. They were really leaning into the horror elements in this one. And actually, I read that Josh Boone meant for it to be much darker. But then they like really? got involved and like tweaked it to, you know, to their standard and stuff. So because I think that was right over the time that Disney was buying up everything. Buying I want to say they bought it halfway through the movie, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because this movie's gone, it went through so many like release date changes. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Seems to be the new normal nowadays. <laughs> yeah. So this movie had a budget of 67 to 80 million. I couldn't get a uh, like a direct number, but. It unfortunately only earned a box office of $49.1 million. Uh, I definitely feel like COVID played a huge factor into that, though. It kind of released, I think it was August of 2020, finally. That was just not a good time to throw any movies out there. <laughs> no. uh, before I jump into the cast, Megan always gives us a tagline. So, Zach, do you have one for us? I sure do. And today's tagline is, everyone has demons. All right. Very simple they, to very the point. Very simple and elegant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kept it tight. <laughs> okay, so I'll go into the cast. Uh, starting out, we have Maisie Williams. 
as Rain Sinclair, also Wolvesbane. That's her mutant name. Do you want to give us kind of a rundown of their abilities, of her ability at least? I sure do. She is a Scottish mutant who can turn into a wolf and is struggling to reconcile this with her religious beliefs. Okay. I loved uh, Maisie Williams in Game of Thrones. Did you ever have you watched that yet? I have not watched. I'm surprised you haven't watched. A lot of people tell me Game of Thrones is like Lord of the Rings, but I guess I just haven't sit down to watch it. I think you would like it. Yeah, Yeah. call me a what a fan, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that she would have made a great Ellie in a live action of uh, The Last of Us. Oh, aren't they still? I didn't. Didn't they do that? Or aren't they in the making of doing? They are, but uh, she's not in it though. It's somebody else. I can't remember who they picked, but I think she would have been a good choice. All right. I love that. I love that game. So (laughs) (laughs) we disagree on the sequel. We are um, different ends of the aspect on that one. Do you remember that argument? Was it Abby? Oh, Abby. That's a whole separate conversation. Yes, it is. is. It's a good conversation to have, but we'll save that for (laughs) another time. Different podcast. (laughs) Okay. So we also got Anya Taylor Joy. She plays Ileana Rasputin, AKA Magic. Uh, What are some of her abilities? She uh, she is uh, the Russian mutant with sorcery powers. She can manifest the soul store, sword and use teleportation discs to travel. She also has a purple dragon companion, and his name is Lockheed. And might I add, this girl I think was my favorite throughout the movie, especially when she pulls out that sword. Oh, yeah. Ooh. She's awesome. I love Anya Taylor-Joy in almost anything that she's in. Uh, we all know her from The Witch, The Last Night in Soho, Split, like much, much more. But yeah, she definitely, I think, stole the show in this movie. And wasn't there a couple times she like turned to a steel, right? Yeah, like I, her like armor just kind of came over. I want to say that I read that she's actually uh, a niece to uh, Colossus in the X Men movie. I think sister, I believe. Oh, si- really? Sister? I think. I think. Make yeah. it even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's in an upcoming movie that I cannot wait for called The Northman. Pretty sure it's going to be directed by Robert Eggers. He's the same guy who did The Witch and that other stuff. And it's going to be about like Vikings and stuff. And it looks really cool. And I can't wait. I might have to watch the trailer on that. Yeah. I have not seen that. Yeah, you should look it up. Um, we also got Blue Hunt as Danny Moonstar, a.k.a. Mirage. What does she do? She was the Native American mutant who could create illusions based on the fears and desires of other people. All right. I did read that she was the first uh, American, like this was the first American major studio film to feature an indigenous Native American lead for a role. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Um, she didn't really stand out as being in anything else to me, but I did look up and she has credits on uh, the CW show, The Originals, which I know is like a spinoff of The Vampire Diaries, but that's kind of the only thing that stood out to me. We also have Charlie Heaton. As Sam Guthrie, a.k.a. Cannonball. Uh, Zach, what are his powers? His He was in the, the American mutant who could propel himself into the air, and he was also invulnerable while doing so. Nice. Uh, obviously, the standout role for him is Jonathan Byers, Stranger Things. Yep, yep, yeah, definitely. Yep. I like him in that. Uh, I did see the other movie he was in with Naomi Watts. Have you watched that one called Shut In? I have not, but I am a Naomi Watts uh, fan. She was ah. the one who played uh, the 
King Kong, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then yep. um, The Ring. She was in The Ring. That oh, was really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I like Naomi Watts too, but I don't remember caring for that movie all that much. But I don't know. Maybe I'll have to give it a second visit. Well, if you like her, you might <laughs> you might be interested in a little. <laughs> Maybe bit worth more. it just for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we also got Henry Zaga as Roberto or Bobby Da Costa, aka Sunspot. What does and he do? He was the mutant who was Brazilian, and he could manipulate solar energy. All right. Um, he's another one. Uh, I didn't really recognize him from anything else, but I did look him up, and he was in like the remake of The Stand, the Stephen King series. A lot of series. He was in like Looking for Alaska, 13 Reasons Why, Teen Wolf, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, rounding out the cast, I took note of is Alice Braga as dr cecilia reyes i think she's actually one of the actors that i did know in this movie but um she was she was the mentor and she was a pretty strict one to the group um she was also the medical doctor who could uh generate protective fields okay i took note i was wondering i figured you'd recognize her what i have no right here but what did you recognize her from uh I'd have to see her face again, but I'm not 100% sure i'll let you take that one okay well she stood i thought you would have known her from i am legend with Will Smith. Oh, mm, okay. All right. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. She's so she's the one I think that he like finds goes later. To, in yep. It. Finds later in the movie. Yep. Uh, she was also in the new Suicide Squad, the one by James Gunn. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I lied. I said that was the rounding out of the cast, but I just found one other interesting fact. Ooh. Marilyn Manson has credit for this movie. Really? Yeah. How so? Apparently, he was the voice of the smiling man. Oh. Creepy. I'll tell you what, that those little guys are kind of creepy. Creepy <laughs> as yes, fuck. They were. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you have anything else you want to add, or should we just dive into breaking down this movie? You know, I think uh, uh, what I said about her being, uh, Lillian being the best one, I think, like I said, she was a very, very good actor, and I, I really liked her in the show, so hope yeah. to see more of her. Yeah, yeah, she's a standout. If you haven't uh, seen her in the other stuff that I mentioned, you should definitely check it out. So, okay, let's just dive in. Uh, the New Mutants. It opens with a girl. She's explaining this Native American proverb. She says, inside every person, there are two bears, forever locked in combat for your soul. One bear is all things good, compassion, love, trust. The other, all things evil, fear, shame, and self-destruction. Kind of a... a Rough opening, like right to it. It was a deep opening, I should say. (laughs) It was, and I was a little thrown off at the beginning, but I definitely found myself later on. (laughs) Under Groove in the movie later? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so we see Danny. She's the one that was just explaining that proverb. She's being rushed out of the house by her dad. There seems to be this, like, big ominous thing. It's, like, chasing her through the woods. It's a lot of, like, chaos going on right away. She trips, gets knocked out. And basically, the next thing we know, she wakes up and she's handcuffed to a bed. She appears to be in some sort of hospital, would you say? That's kind of how I took it when she woke up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. She's trying to get out of the room. You know, finally, you know, Dr. Reyes does show up. She's trying to demand answers to see what's going on. Um, Dr. Reyes. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I think I'd be a little thrown off, too, if I randomly woke up in a room being knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing you knew, you were at your conservation and now you're... <laughs> Yeah, and chained to a bed. bed. Yeah, the chain, the chain to the bed would have freaked me out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, some people might like that, but <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dr. Reyes is explaining 
that an F5 tornado touched down and tore apart, you know, Danny's community. Danny swears that it wasn't a tornado. She hears growling. Uh, Dr. Reyes, you know, is basically just saying that the mind can make up memories, you know, that lie. You know, I mean, and people, I think, say that tornadoes sound pretty intense anyways, like can sound like a train coming through. And so who knows, you know, what those sounds are. But well, if you are around our area, um, you, we actually just had one last uh, almost last week. So, yeah, it definitely it was. Yeah, it was pretty rough. It was intense. I didn't know the area where I lived had tornado sirens until they went off. <laughs> Like we just got home, we were out, uh, you know, just out shopping around, and then got home, and then like the tornado sirens went off as soon as I went inside. I'm like, time, oh, time for the basement. Time to get in the basement. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a little, a little crazy. So, um, Danny, is this when she explains? Yeah, she has that little necklace um, that she had lost. It's the choker with the little bear pendant. Uh, I think we learn about that a little later on in the right. movie. Yeah, yeah. But Danny's just kind of dealing with survivor guilt. Um, and Dr. Reyes is explaining, you know, that her whole reservation was wiped out and Danny escaped with not a scratch. So things are looking a little suspicious. She tells her that she's special and basically diagnoses her as a mutant and explains that she's not alone in this. You know, they, they're they're here for her. So she's given Danny a tour of this facility um, that is it's it's for teens just like her. She says that she has to stay until she decides she's not a danger. And then Danny does ask her, you know, a danger to who? And she just explains, you know, well, a danger to yourself. But I don't know how much I believe that. It seems a little a little suspicious right away from Dr. Reyes. But what were you suspicious of her early on or... I couldn't figure out if she was there to actually help or to, you know, keep her contained. Yeah. It, it was kind of a back and forth feeling. Yeah. I th- I will say, I think the first time around, I was suspicious of her right away. And then I just watched it last week again, you know, because I knew we were doing this and I forgot a lot of what happened. So I, I was very trusting of her. I was like, from memory, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's nice. And yeah, so well, I, and my guards I, were down. And I think we're both in the same boat that we've watched enough X-Men movies or MCU movies <laughs> to know that sometimes, you know, the good person always turn, doesn't turn out to yeah. be the good person. Yeah, they're not who they appear to be. Right. Right. Okay, so it goes to uh, the next morning and the group is just kind of in this therapy session. And this is where we get to meet Sam, Ileana, Roberto, and Rain. Um, Ileana, I took note that she had that little purple puppet on her hand that's the little version of lockheed and i did read in the comics like i know lockheed is typically associated with kitty pride okay but i guess like she gave her a little puppet when she was a child that was something that that came from that so i don't know if that was supposed to be a tie-in for future movies but well and that's interesting you say that because and i i don't know if you guys know what pop toys are but uh, a couple weeks ago i bought her and i was wondering who she was and i want to say she might even have a little thing on her hand you bought kitty yeah. uh kitty pride or yeah. iliana uh, yeah katie pride katie pride yes okay so that's that actually is interesting you say that that's funny <laughs> and i think they do know what pop toys are because at the end usually we have a segment where megan asks me if i have a pop of whatever movie we're talking about so Oh, well, I beat you to it. You beat me to it. We all know Zach has one, guys. We'll have to get a picture of it and post it. (laughs) So uh, Dr. Reyes asked um, if anyone wants to share their story, you know, how the first time was with their powers. So we do hear Rain 
Um, she kind of is talking about how she was running through the woods, feeling the most free she'd felt in her life. But then she did say that she also felt guilty because she knew it was bad. So she went to a reverend to see if he could pray it out of her. And she changed in front of him. And he basically like beat her to the death, told her that she was a witch. She's going to hell <laughs> was not very helpful at all. And I guess I'm probably jumping ahead, but we learned that that little brand that we'll see on her shoulder later that came from the reverend part of him, you know, kind of torturing her. So at that point, Ileana is forced to show Danny around. They kind of, you know, nobody else wants to share stories. And she's talking to the puppet Lockheed. I took note of that because I thought it was funny. She's just being really rude to Danny. And when she's talking to Lockheed, she like agrees. She's like, yeah, I hate her too. Like, <laughs> like, Bitch. It was something about it. She was very close with uh, her little Lockheed. Yeah, yeah, she was. Um, so while outside, Danny realizes there's no fence. And Ileana, you know, she's she's not a really good friend. She's encouraging her, you know, try to escape. Go for it. Run, run, go faster. And all of a sudden, Danny just like, boom, like slams right into this force field that's holding them in. And that was a rough, rough hit. Like, she got a bloody nose. All kind of, yeah. Oh, well, and you'd imagine that they've been, those other three have been there a while. So you would imagine they'd be kind of more friendly because you imagine they'd know what's yeah. going on. But man, yeah. they were brutal, after, yeah. especially her at first. Especially Ileana. Yeah, she was not having it. So uh, Danny does run to attack Ileana, but she just vanishes. So we got a little glimpse there of some of her powers. She's using some of her portals to kind of get away. Uh, we did during that, you could kind of see a wolf running along with them, kind of watching, making sure everything's going okay. And that is rain. And she really is trying to be a friend to Danny. Like she's trying to be good. Cause at one point Danny is contemplating suicide after her little incident with Ileana and saying, you know, how her home, her family, it's all gone. Like what does she have left? But rain is able to talk her down. And then she explains to Danny that her and Sam, they're the good ones. And this is when we see a little tease of Sam's power. Also, he kind of is like chaining himself with this thick ass rope to a large <laughs> cement block. And then all of a sudden he just like shoots and it's like so fast and super aggressive. It was definitely cool looking though to see him doing. I mean, it probably wasn't the best for him, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he looked pretty beat up after it. But yeah, it looked awesome. <laughs> Almost reminds me of like Tetherball uh, back when I was younger, yeah. you know, but without the pole, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Mutant version of Tetherball. I guess so. Yeah. So uh, we learn Roberto. He apparently is very sensitive of his powers and the others don't know what he can do, um, but we just do know that his family sent him there to be cured. That's all we kind of get on him right now. Then it cuts tonight and we see it from like a screen point of view. And that's when they're all like sleeping and they're being monitored. Um, Danny's activity seems to be like off the chart. I'm, I'm guessing that's, I don't know, brain activity or just whatever, like cosmic powers flowing through her. They're like tracking that. Did is that what you kind of took from that? I got uh, like a Wolverine kind of feel because Wolverine could never sleep too, because he had so many things going through him, I guess in, in a way of putting it, but yeah, definitely. I could see that. Um, Charlie, he looks scared as this washing machine jolts and it like gets his attention. The movie kind of cuts back and forth. So if it seems like I'm jumping, it's just the movie. Sorry. 
<laughs> he checks it out and he's sucked into this like dreamlike vision and he's back in the coal mines um because just a little bit ago he was talking to roberto about it and there's a miner hacking at the wall and we learn that that's sam's dad and all he does is he turns to him and asks sam what did he do like what did you do and then all of a sudden something explodes in the mines and sam is pushed back to our reality and we can see that it is very very clearly shooken up so we know there's something something going on there too with his story you know his past the girls, uh, Danny, Eliana, Rain, they're in the showers. And this is when Danny actually notices that W branded on Rain's shoulder. Um, and I don't know if you noticed it, but you kind of could see Rain sort of checking Danny out when she dropped her towel. <laughs> I guess I did not notice that, but. <laughs> yeah, they kind of zoomed in on her eyes and she gave her a quick uh, look over. So. <laughs> Well, you kind of feel it when they first meet. You know, kind of something's going on there. She yeah. is, but she was super nice to da- or uh, Rain or God. I got the name Rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, but yeah, they were definitely really nice to each other, though. Yeah, definitely. It seems like she's interested uh, a little more than friends. <laughs> so <laughs> Ileana, she continues to be the little like twat waffle that she is. <laughs> And she's throwing racial insults at Danny. She's called her Pocahontas, Standing Rock, (laughs) anything Native American slur type thing she can think of. And Ileana tries to insult Danny's dad. And that causes like a physical altercation. Like she, that's where she draws the line. She got up and attacked Ileana. And then this is when we get to see her soul sword for the first time. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Ileana's got Zach's attention. She just pulls out that soul sword and, and um, he's in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she does try to take a swing at Danny, but Dr. Reyes, she's there just in time. She puts a little force field over and is able to protect her. So now they're kind of both locked in their rooms and Danny can actually hear Ileana talking to Lockheed she's telling the puppet you know don't worry the smiling man can't get us in the special place and this is the first time we get like a i think is like the first creepy shot of the movie and it's just like this man with like you can just see from behind him like a disfigured head and he walks in on this dream of a young iliana and then it just does like a quick turn to the audience and you see he's wearing this white mask that's kind of in the shape of a smiley face that part got to me, you know, I, that was definitely what I uh, was mentioning earlier about going dark. It was definitely a dark part of the movie. And I mean, I really liked it, but I'll tell you what, it at first you don't get what's going on and you're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody like we're clearly noticing that all of our new mutants here have a past and they all got something traumatic that has happened to them. And yeah, that was, that was creepy. That was the uh, first time I think Marvel's gone kind of that scary. So, uh, Danny, she continues to have these visions and it's her psionic levels. I think that's what they were kind of, uh, watching earlier. They're extremely high. So I like how she explains, uh, this is Dr. Rea. Sorry. Now like talking to Danny, I like her little explanation of how baby rattlesnakes are more dangerous than adults. So they don't know, you know, how to control the amount of venom they secrete. So even the mutants that we know today as heroes at one point didn't know how to control their powers and probably hurt somebody. And that's why new mutants are dangerous. 
I thought that was kind of a a nice way to wrap up why they're at this facility and what's going on, do you think? And yeah, and definitely a cool way of kind of putting it in perspective of, you know, everyone wasn't the person they were at that one point. And I mean, I can go days about those characters, but <laughs> that's saved for another time. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely, I think any of the superheroes that we've seen have all had their past. Um, I mean, even some of the one, you know, like I just watched Hawkeye and seeing him deal with, you know, what he chose as as an adult, as a superhero who knew better, quote unquote. But, you know, and they always say what comes around goes around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the movie then it cuts to rain. She's at a chapel. She's given a confession, but nobody's there to listen. She's just, you know, going through the motions. But then we get another kind of creepy sequence and the door opens, but nobody comes in. She calls out and then all we just hear is this like soft voice whisper back. And then all of a sudden it just gets louder and louder. It starts yelling at her, gets pretty intense. And then we cut to the group, all the mutants. They're kind of hanging out in their secret little hideout, which isn't very secret. It's just up in the attic. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're playing a game of truth. It would say truth and dare, but they said dare's not allowed. They're all just playing truth. <laughs> Uh, they hook each other up to a lie detector. I would never do a lie detector. I don't think I would either. I, I might have to agree with you on that. I think I listen to too many like true crime podcasts, and they've just never been used to help anybody, only to like, you know, condemn you and stuff. I'm just very bad in the hot spot. <laughs> exactly. No, and that's another thing. Like, I feel like, and I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, even, but I feel like they hook me up and they're gonna be like. Is your name Tommy? I'm like, um, I don't know. Like, technically, it's Thomas. Um, some people call me Tom. Like, how? Do, what do you want me to answer? So I'd be off the charts, I think. <laughs> I'd be the same way with yeah. my name because I go, you know, some days it's Zach, some days yeah. it's Zachary. Just how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I would fail even on my name. So I would do terrible. Um, they try to ask Roberto how many girls he's been with. And at first, he's just trying to kind of sound like a player, you know, like, oh, too high to count. And then they do get him to say three. And then we even realize that even that's a lie. And then his reply is just, you know, that he gets too hot. So we're kind of getting a little teaser kind of at what his power is. And then from there we have Danny. That's when she explains the significance of her necklace and how her dad made it for her. It, I'm not going to lie. This part of the movie, I don't know if I was just taking, like trying to take too many notes, but at first I didn't really catch what she said, but it comes to fruition later. But I guess the necklace, the point of it was that that small bear is to show like how little her fear was. Um, but little do we know, you know, it's like growing inside of her as she gets older and stuff. But it's supposed to be a reminder of how small her fear can be. And she's in control of it. But, you know, that's its own thing. <laughs> so Ileana, she tells her truth. She's like excited to get into the lie detector. She hooks herself up basically. And she just explains to them, you know, I killed 18 men one by one. She used her sword and Lockheed. I think I was just about excited as she was to hear what she did. (laughs) (laughs) Zach is ready to be in the hot seat with Ileana. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. (laughs) So we get another round of therapy with the group. And it seems like they're actually having fun this time. And they're all kind of getting along. Um... Ileana had actually spiked Dr. Reyes's tea so they could have this fun night. 
And I just thought it was cool because they actually talk about the X-Men here and they're like all wondering if they'll become one, you know, like, oh, would you want to be an X-Man? Like all that. Like, I sure would be. Hell yes, I would <laughs> right. be an X-Man. <laughs> and if I'd want one person's power, it'd be Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. Uh, I don't think you'd get better. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, you can't beat that. But I love the X-Men. I, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I have said how I try to tie it, tie it to everything. I I want to say it's my they're my favorite Marvel characters. Um, the movies are debatable. I still enjoy them because it's X-Men, but it, I will say it's hard to beat Spider-Man, especially what they've been oh. doing lately. Like they're doing so good with it. It's very good. Tom very Holland good. Very, very good actor. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know we're going to, we could easily spin yeah, off on so pure hard Marvel. Not to, not but... to try to yeah get into the Marvel. Yeah. Universe here, but yeah but uh, yeah we're, we're very trying excited. our best to stick on we're track. trying to stay <laughs> to the route here but you know it's exciting <laughs> we might slip up a time or two but yeah it's all right <laughs> okay so back to the movie we got rain and danny uh they sneak off through the vents sam and roberto they're kind of talking some more and sam explains how he didn't really have a choice like he had to work in the mines he couldn't control his powers and he blasted in the mines and that's actually the incident that killed his dad and many others. So then, you know, after Sam just kind of told him his story, tries to ask Roberto what he did and he just says nothing and walks off. Roberto is like very shut down, not very open to people. So then it goes back to rain and Danny. They've actually snuck out of the building and you kind of see them laying outside and it starts to rain does not hit them though because of the force field that's over them and i just thought it was kind of cool because you could see that it hit the barrier and it just like lit up the sky with splashes of red and light i thought that was really neat did you like that i definitely did and you definitely know that uh the doctor had something to do with that considering you saw her uh uh protect uh was it dan danny in the beginning yeah yeah Yep, yeah, because uh, that's when Ileana tried to swing at her with her soul sword. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, Zach wasn't paying attention to who was getting swung at. No. Just <laughs> just when that sword went out, it was just all eyes on. <laughs> okay, so then it cuts back uh, to Roberto at this time, and he can kind of hear somebody singing. He goes to the pool, and then we see Ileana. She's in the pool, and he gets in and joins her. Um, at that point, it goes back to Danny and Rain. And they seem to be getting really close. Um, They're telling each other, you know, that each other feels too good to be true. And they actually share a kiss. Oh, we called it. We called it (laughs) earlier on when they said, you know, seemed a little bit more than a friend level. It it came too. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Rain, her eyes actually turn to what I can assume is her true form. Sort of like an animalistic vibe, you think? I really, really kind of reminded me of a uh, mystique from uh, the X-Men, just how her eyes kind of change into like that cat form kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I know you said earlier you would take Wolverine's powers. I feel like for me, I would be I would take mystiques. Well, you know, I think if I had mystiques power, if there is one person I could turn into, I think it might have to be Orlando Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> that 100 um, percent does not surprise me. <laughs> uh, going back on Lord of the Rings, he's one of my favorite characters in that show. And I tell you what, he's kind of like my man crush. So. <laughs> Sex man crush, for sure. <laughs> and, you know, I think if you use Mystique's powers correctly, they can be very powerful. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, but yeah. in the same sense, 
it, it could go the opposite way as that's well. true that's true it depends on it's a different type of power for sure but yeah it could go bad as well get you wherever you wanted uh, that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'd be the fun thing just show up to like different sets and movie thing like oh yeah here i am i'm here i'm a jedi star wars <laughs> sneak into the news uh marvel movies like show up as tom holland yeah <laughs> sign me up <laughs> Okay, so then um, we go back to Roberto and Eliana. They're also making out now. They're in the pool. You kind of hear it sizzling, and Roberto pushes away. We do get a little bit more from him finally. Um, he explains how he was with his girlfriend and was holding her, and then he just got too hot, and he actually burned her. He killed her with his own hands. I think that's a little – that's crazy. That's intense. You know, very that, intense. Yeah. Just think you're going in for a hug and yeah oh and, and you ashes. know uh, one thing that you know kind of doesn't it didn't make sense to me is you know when he was in the fire or mm -hmm. in the in the pool you know he was definitely kind of you know still having his problem and yeah. it was really goofy when you know she pushed him <laughs> dr ray's pushed him in <laughs> and then like, they got rid of it yeah, yeah so it's just kind of like where's yeah. the balance between there no but i know I, you know movies for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> first he's turned it into a hot tub and then it shut it down <laughs> I guess it's every so, other time. Yep. So on the monitors um, earlier, you know how we could see Dr. Reyes was like watching everybody. We actually see that Roberto is alone and separately you can see Ileana is in her room. So who's in the pool with Roberto? I don't know, but he does turn around and then all of a sudden it's just this corpse of this girl that's completely on fire coming at him in the pool. It's kind of intense and scary too. I'd want to be get the hell out of that pool if I was in there. The, the room. <laughs> yeah, the room as far as away as you can get. So um, they all run to go check what's going on, you know, because the alarms are going off. And then we get in there and he's just completely on fire, angry. And then, like Zach said, it is a little goofy. You know, Dr. Reyes is able to push him in and it's able to cool him off this time. But just a little bit ago, he, His was, lucky day. <laughs> he was sizzling, but you know, hey, we'll let that one slide. Maybe it was a caught him off guard type of thing. Maybe. Extreme change. <laughs> so then it goes to the next day and Dr. Reyes is doing an experiment on Danny. She injects her with something and then she just starts to ask her some questions. And this is where we get more flashes of memory uh, of Danny's community and how it was wiped out. But then it quickly turns to memories of Dr. Reyes. And then we see other young kids slash new mutants kind of being tested on. And I took note because I thought it looked like the facility from Logan. Did you catch that? Yes, I did. It And it definitely did look like it. And I think this is kind of the best part about these movies. Even with it being as dark as it is, it connects. And I think that's the coolest thing. I mean, and Logan's another a conversation, but yeah. just seeing how it kind of connects with how logan was about young mutants too so that yeah. was definitely a cool link yeah i thought it was really cool too um and actually i was looking it up before you came over here i was like oh what kind of trivia can i find some of the those flashes uh was actually reused footage from logan really? so okay. we thought it looked familiar it did because it, it, that's what it was supposed to be i i don't know who the little kid was in that a uh, little flashback but i'll tell you what he seemed like a little powerful uh yeah guy that could push air yeah Yep, he had some uh, strong powers going on. So it seems like all the mutants, they're actually getting, you know, scary visions of things that have been haunting them. 
Rain, uh, she seems to be getting attacked by a priest who branded her. And then when she turns back into her human form, there's a new brand on her, on her neck, actually, where the priest had attacked. Um, Ileana, you know, she comes out saying it's Danny causing all of this. She lunges at Danny and shows her her power. Uh, she's got, what, what, is, what do they call it? Like, she's in limbo. She's got it, like, kind of sliced open and has Danny pushed in. And that's kind of cool. But then a smiley face appears on Danny's face. And that scares, you know, Ileana to fall back and kind of retreat. I would have scared me, too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, Ileana. You, I think she had the, the creepiest demons. Yes, she, oh, man, by a long shot. Yeah. By a long shot. <laughs> yeah. So after things calm down, uh, Danny goes to Ileana and asks her about that place where she took her. And then she does explain that it is limbo. That's what she calls it. And that's where she met Lockheed. Um, she explains that first it was just a special place that she went when something bad happened inside of her mind, you know, somewhere in her mind. I, I mean, that she, you know, that she would go off to and they stayed in there so long that it became real. So she explains when those creepy men came, it made her cry, but it made them smile. So and that's just like that's a whole other level of creepiness. And just imagine, imagine the torture you would have to go through to actually make a fantasy world. Oh my gosh. Real so you could escape. Yeah. Like pushed beyond the edge. That would, Oh yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I think felt for her the most because yes. she had the most, I mean, they all obviously have traumatizing past, but that was, that was rough. I mean, and I'm not just saying it just because, you know, I think she's my favorite, but she definitely, she, she it looked like she went through some real uh, torture. Yeah, real, real tough stuff. Um, so meanwhile, Dr. Reyes, she receives a message from the Essex Corporation to terminate Danny. Um, and then, I don't know, I'm sure there's a lot of Marvel people out there that know the Essex Corporation. They had Wolverine in custody at one point. I think, is that when they made Weapon X? You Somebody's going to be mad at me for not knowing I, that. And someone's going to be mad at knowing <laughs> me, too, because I am not 100% sure on that. I, I think it is, you know, or at least they did some tests on him. But, you know. We, it we, was associated. Associated. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so we know not good stuff's happening. Obviously, if they're telling him to terminate Danny, the that's not that's not good. Um, so we kind of learned they seem to be the ones that are in charge. That's why she's kind of watching all these mutants. And then Danny, she actually goes to Rain and explains, you know, she doesn't think this is a hospital. She's kind of clicking things together. She's getting quick flashes of those young mutants, you know, that were being tested on. She's just, yeah, she's on to Dr. Reyes here. And Dr. Reyes actually comes in and is taking Danny for another test. She calls it quote unquote test. Um, the others, they hear a song playing. And Ileana recognizes it. It's actually coming from her room. And when she opens the door, she sees that young version of herself again. And she is just being tormented by the smiling man. The mask comes off and it's even creepier because it's just this like faceless, flesh toned, creepy creature with spots that would be for eyes and a mouth. And it's just got a lot of teeth and it's terrifying. It was just, it's something you would see in a horror movie. Yeah. And, and this is what was so cool about it, putting both of them together. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, really creepy. And 
didn't okay so now i know we said that marilyn manson was the voice of the smiling man i don't know if you know but didn't he actually just recently get in trouble like allegations of like sexual misconduct or something like that i'm pretty sure some of his exes have came forward you know i'm not 100 percent sure on that and i don't want to put misinformation out yeah, there so yeah. i'm gonna have to say i'm not 100 percent sure on that <laughs> um i i think it did happen don't quote me for it yeah because i don't want to be condemning somebody <laughs> on something they didn't do either but i'm Oops. pretty sure they did so this just makes this role a little bit more awkward i think <laughs> maybe a little bit a little bit so uh back to iliana and sam they're being pursued by a bunch of these like smiling men i i would assume 18 of them based on you know she's saying she killed 18 men uh one actually tries to sneak up on roberto he doesn't know what's going on he's doing the dishes and he's just you know got his little headset in and he can kind of see it in the reflection and i think we get a cool shot of him he like whips around really fast and his eyes and his hands are just like ablaze from the fire and he like shoots that creature back i thought that was cool to kind of see him in that form and not fully flamed right and you yeah. just kind of see how powerful he kind of can be yeah he, he has a control he can control it when yes. need be yeah yep so during this dr reyes is truly trying to kill danny because I couldn't remember at first, I was like, I don't think she's going to take, you know, the the demand of that Essex Corporation. I thought she was going to try to help her, but no, she's trying to put her down like a dog. Um, well, and this, and this is kind of the part where once she said something about taking her for another test, you kind of get that feeling. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought this was a good doctor. Oh, no. Yeah. Not so much. Um but luckily, Rain, you know, is obviously suspicious of it as well after Danny filled her in. And she comes in and attacks. And she's just, like, slashing at Dr. Reyes. She's on her shoulders, full-on, like, half-wolf mode. <laughs> um, she flees when she sees Sam and Ileana need her help. So Ileana just kind of panics and portals away, it looks like. I'm like, oh, great. You know, Sam and Roberto. They're about to fight back, but then Ileana does reappear from a portal, and she takes quite a few of them out in that little stairway there, you know, with yes, her soul sword. Yes, she does. She oh. means business, yeah. <laughs> um, so then the group comes together. They try to make an escape plan. They got to take out the source, and, oh, I do that. I just took note. I just linked Ileana's response. She's like, then let's kill the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it like so nonchalant too. She's like, all right, let's, let's yeah, kill her. Let's kill the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so they're pursuing Dr. Reyes and they do find her, but she kind of just captures all of them by putting force fields over them. And she just kind of like forces them down. And she is explaining to the group, you know, she's like, I'll let you all go except for Danny. You know, she needs to be put down. Danny's power is that, you know, she makes everyone's worst fear come true and it makes you live it over and over until it kills you. So what we, I guess, would presume was maybe like a haunted facility or something that we were dealing with this whole time. It really has been Danny, I think, unintentionally, but it's definitely been her causing all these visions for everybody. And just like the severity of what she did, um, you know, she had three to four people's past to pick from, and she picked the one that was the most like severe and then had people chasing yeah. by others just really shows on how I don't, I can't even use, I find the word to use her power, but it's yeah. a very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. interesting very dangerous. Um, yeah. Bringing these fears to fruition. 
So uh, Danny, you know, she's getting pretty weak. And then we do hear this loud rumble come from outside. And then all of a sudden this just giant bear busts through the wall. And that thing is freaking huge. Huge, yes. <laughs> huge. And it eats Dr. Reyes. So <laughs> we don't got to worry about her no more. <laughs> um, she's so Danny, you know, she's kind of out of it now, you know, after, you know, that pressure being forced down. And we see that she's just sort of lost in this dream world. But this giant bear is very much in real time and pursuing the group. So Ileana, you know, tells them, take Danny to a safe place and she'll take care of the bear. Uh, did did she have your attention at that point, Zach? Oh, of course. Oh, the yeah. whole part. I mean, whole the whole part, time. But yeah, yeah she's part. like, oh, I got this. <laughs> Once uh, after the time she, uh, you know, took those guys up on the stairs. Yeah. yeah I, my <laughs> attention was definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you weren't a fan of her by now, I think you would be at this point, you know, because she has a really awesome moment and you see her soul sword up here again. And I think this is when she even looks a little bit more armored even. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, so she's, you know, using that, using her portals. Uh, they was, tell her, was this the part that she kind of went in like Colossus mode? Wasn't there a part is that it, she did that? Is it a little later or is it right now? Um, you know, I was not 100% sure. I think so. Uh, oh, I think so. Yeah, because they, they're they all telling her, you know, like, leave the bear alone. Leave the bear alone. It's magic. And her response is, so am I. Because we all know that's her mutant name, magic. Right. I thought that was a kind of cool little call to the to the series. So she steps through a portal um, and she's fighting the bear. And this is the part where I thought was so cool because we actually see a real live Lockheed on her shoulder. Yes. We get that dragon. Awesome. It's really cool. Um, yeah, I was very surprised to see that, but happy that they did that as well. I never thought we'd get Lockheed in an X-Men movie, but I didn't either. But yeah. I'm happy we did. Happy we did. <laughs> yep. So the rest of the group, they take Danny to a chapel. And Rain, you know, she's just kind of repeating demons can't come in churches. Demon can't come in churches. Uh, doesn't work. <laughs> 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 There's a lot that's happening in the scene and you really just got to watch it to like appreciate it all. But the whole group is fighting to protect Danny. You know, really cool seeing them all come together. Again, I took note, especially Magic, a.k.a. Ileana with Lockheed. They're and, awesome. And might I add to remember our conversation from earlier, she did not like Danny at the beginning. No. And just seeing the, you know, the uh, connection between yeah. them. Yep. Yep. To see that sort of, uh, yeah, <laughs> that that relationship grow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had character development. It's like, I don't want to hit you with my sword anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the group, you know, they're starting to get overpowered by this bear. Uh, Rain's calling to Danny, you know, she's the only one that can stop this, you know, you got to wake up or we're all going to die. And then we do go back to Danny's dream world and we can see her dad. He's coming to her saying, you know, she needs to wake up. She explains, you know, the bear is too big, but he tells her you're bigger, you know. So again, kind of a little callback to that necklace, you know, that bear can be as small as you need it to be that little fear. So she kind of wakes up, commands the bear to stop, kind of walking towards it, telling it, no, I'm in charge now. Um, I, I did take note, too, that that reminds me of it. Have you watched the new It yes, I did. remake? So it reminds me of when the loser club is uh, bullying Pennywise oh, into being the, small. Oh, at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this part was a little corny to me, and I think only because it like reminded me of that. Like, oh, okay. It was definitely a lot different from the first ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So um, she is able to calm the bear down. And it was kind of sweet, I guess. You know, she goes up to it and says, everything's going to be okay. You don't have to worry about anything anymore, but it's time to go to sleep. You know, she's kind of petting the bear. And it's definitely, you know, a sort of metaphor for letting her fear slip away. You know, time to time to let that die. So then they're all just kind of standing together as survivors after saving each other. They realize the dome's gone. They're free to go. And that's kind of where our movie ends. But it does leave uh, one last quote about a bear that the father had told her. And it is basically, you know, on everyone is two bears, one evil and one good. And when asked who will win, the response is the one you feed. That is a good that is a good quote to end on. Yeah, I think that was a good quote to end on as well. Because it definitely can be used even outside of the movie what realm. Definitely. Just maybe not bears per se, but <laughs> <laughs> evil or good, which will win whatever you feed. And you know, just the whole time during this movie, I remember the first time watching it, and it actually was recent. Um and the first thing I remember is just seeing because in the beginning, you kind of see that bear, yeah, you know, and you're kind of like, oh, man, this must be something powerful. Yeah. And, you know, you're wondering this whole movie, what's going on? What is this? And then, you know, at the very end, you finally figure out it was her the whole time. Yeah. You know, sad enough to know that, unfortunately, she was the one to kill her father. But, right. you know, it just kind of shows the work up on how she can control it. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Very, yeah, very very uh emotional connection to the story and everything so it's a sad sad part but a good ending yeah good ending, <laughs> good ending. okay so it sounds like you liked the movie i'll let you know that megan and i we usually kind of give it a rating one to ten typically you know one being the worst ten being it's awesome typically i kind of use the idea of like rewatchability. That's kind of what I loosely based on. Like how much am I going to want to rewatch this or how good is it overall? Um, do you want to give us a rating? You know, or do you want me to go first? I, I, I'll go first. Why okay. not? I guess guess first, right? <laughs> guess first. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, talk about being on the spot, but uh, I would have to say anywhere. I'm going to have to say two numbers. I give it a six to a seven. Just um, the one thing that I don't watch a lot is scare movies. And it is kind of a darker movie to watch. Um, the reason why I did watch it was because obviously with them kind of buying or Disney buying halfway in, they kind of yeah. made it part of the MCU. And with how big that um, it is becoming now, I had to watch it. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I've actually watched it two or three times, but just the fact that it's kind of the darker one, there's kind of more movies that catch my eye more yeah. than this one. But it you. was still an overall, I say six to seven. That's a good rating. And I'm going to have to agree with you. The number that I give it is a seven. Hey. hey <laughs> right on key there. There you go. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. Like you said, it was uh, kind of a fun balance, you know, between Marvel and horror. Definitely the first horror one that we've seen. Um, I, I liked it. I think a lot of people have some gripes with it, but I, I don't really know. Uh, and to me, especially, again, I like X-Men. So. And, you know, what? going back to, you know, any X-Men movie, MCU movie, th it could change. And the reason why I say that is because usually I'm a very big fan of origin stories. Yeah. So if these four kind of have a bigger part. It's yeah. always cool to go back to see how they form. Oh yeah, definitely. So that would maybe move it up a little bit in the rank, but yeah. until then. <laughs> yeah. There there was intention of this being a trilogy, 
Um, it just didn't do very well. And like I said, it was bought in the middle of that kind of Disney conversion. Um, and I don't think we'll get that. It'd be cool if we do, if they kind of right. can rework that and, you know, make something happen. I think that would be really cool because they, I feel like this is a good base start for the story of these characters. Well, and to know that I believe this one is the last one in the X-Men ra- or X-Men movies, and then it's Logan, correct? Yeah. And then I, uh, it would be definitely cool to see maybe the ones from New Mutants kind of showing the mutants from Logan kind yeah. of kind of how to control it. Yeah, but... I'm thinking that probably would have been where the setup would have came, you know, like, because obviously Danny was getting visions of this. I'm, I'm just assuming that she would have wanted to seek them out and help them you know and you know we'd see a little cool team up of you know right. the new mutants but oh, maybe oh man i'd love to see logan i mean never but... say never there's talks right. of amazing spider-man 3 so yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah and that that's something from like 10 years ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um i don't really know what else to add uh we, we already know that you have a funko y- yes yeah yes. so like i said i'll have to get a picture of that from you we'll have to post it um I think this is whether we get no more new mutants or not, this is definitely open the window of that horror aspect. And I think we're going to see that in the multiverse of madness. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. And who, Oh, we only got what, maybe a month or it got pushed back to summer. Did it really? I thought it did. Maybe, oh, right? you just ruined my day. I thought it did. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I might be tough. Drop the pin drop. It's all right. We'll, we'll have to look that up, but uh, it is coming out soon and we are very excited. <laughs> it is. Yeah. We are very excited for that. And you know, to put it to the Marvel universe to put out two blockbuster movies back to back. Oh my God. Yeah. Woo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we could do a whole separate thing on Spider-Man. I'm in the Spider-Man. wrong field of work. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Um, okay, so if you guys have any other requests, if you want to tell us if you like Zach or hate Zach, uh, send us an email. <laughs> I promise I won't take it personally. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but if you hate him, I'll give you his address and you can tell him that. No. If you ever want to talk about Funkos, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. <laughs> No, okay, so if you guys have any questions, anything you want to see in the future, reach out to us on Instagram at AmityvilleAmigos. You can email us at AmityvilleAmigos at Hotmail.com. I'm not going to spell it out for you because that's too long, and you can look it up, and Google will do the job for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way. That's a good way, yeah. You got anything else to add? Um, no, I just want to thank you guys for listening to me. I know you had to suffer through maybe a little <laughs> under an hour, but I think, you know, I think we had fun and thanks for having me, Tommy. Hopefully we'll, uh, we'll see each other again or thank hear each other again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for stepping in. Um, thank you from Megan. I'm sure she's very appreciative that, you know, somebody's able to step in for her. We'll have to see what she says about me when she comes back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll let you know what, what the, what the boss says. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, and I know you don't like horror movies, but we'll have to pick one. And maybe you can come special guest with both of us sometime. Yeah, yeah I think I'd that'd like be a, that. a fun like dynamic. That. So, and you know what? You just tell me the movie and let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you later, guys. Um, we should be back to regular co-hosting with me and Megan. But until then, see you later. Sayonara.